there. I'm Tom D'Antoni, and you are by association at World Cup Coffee and Tea at Northwest 18th and Gleason in Portland for another OMN Coffee Shop Conversation. If you are among those who carry the spirit of New Orleans around with you, then you know that we are in the middle of Carnival, that magic period of time which leads up to Mardi Gras. We have a lot of people like that here in Portland, and I'm one of them. We also have our own Mardi Gras crew, the Misty Crew of Nimbus, which stages parades and other celebrations, including a spectacular Mardi Gras ball on the weekend before Fat Tuesday. And I think I've been to every one. With me today is one of the founders, Steve Karen, also one of the busiest musicians in town. The ball is on Saturday, February 10th at the Tiffany Center in downtown Portland. Lots of music, food, costumes, and you know, Mardi Gras. Let's talk with Steve Karen. Steve, welcome back to the cupping room. Yeah, good to be here, Tom. Happy Carnival. Happy Carnival. <laughs> Some people don't know what that means. They think they think it's, let's go win a teddy bear. <laughs> right. I'm going to throw it through the hole and win a teddy bear. That's not what Carnival is. <laughs> no, it's a whole season, and it ends with Mardi Gras Day. Yeah, it started on... on uh, January 6th. January 6th, yeah. And, uh, uh, and as always... Our Misty Crew of Nimbus is playing a big part. Yep, getting ready to put on our eighth annual Mardi Gras ball this it, year. It isn't really eighth, is it? It's eight. It's hard to believe. Time flies. Wow. Eight of them. Why, I remember the Norse Hall. Yeah, the very first one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was so weird. I mean, it was a great time. Yeah. It was a great time, and, uh, but we, it, it, everything had to, to stop early. Yeah. Remember? Because of the ballroom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we kind of slapped that one together really fast. People were going, what do you mean it's over? Yep. Yeah, nowadays we, we take the entire year to plan for the ball. For yeah. that first one, we got the idea just like a couple months before Mardi Gras and just jumped on it. <laughs> Oh, man. So every year you have a theme. That's right. And you've announced your theme now. Yes. So I can tell you. Yes. Tell me. This year it's rolling on the river. Rolling on the river. Yeah. All right. Why is that? Well, uh, the the crew nominates themes and everybody votes for them. Uh But one thing that was really appealing about this particular theme is that, um, you know, you have the connection to Louisiana and New Orleans with the Mississippi River. Yep. But, you know, Portland with its Willamette River and the Columbia, we thought that it was good for kind of like bridging the gap and connecting yeah. uh, to, you know, kind of like-minded cities. Yeah, that makes sense. I remember one time at the at the Blues Festival, I was, or it was a debate, I forget, it was something. I was introducing uh, uh, Papa Gross Funk. Uh-huh. And I stood there and I, I, and, and, and I was facing south, right? And I go, like, see that river over there? That's not the Willamette. That's the Mississippi. And you see that over there? That's not the that, that that's that's not downtown Portland. That's that's the that, that's the, that's the French Quarter. Yep. And it, I just went on about this. I did a whole thing about it. And then and then John Groh came up to me afterwards and said, "Man, that's the best introduction we've ever had." <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> Papa Gross Funk. They're they're good. Yeah. I'm not sure if they've played together as a band anymore nowadays I don't think or not. So no, they stopped making records. I think John still gets around a bit. Yeah. Yeah, they are great. They, they made some great records, and I still play them on the radio. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I still play everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, where's it going to be? 
It's going to be at the Emerald Ballroom in the Tiffany Center once again. Like last year? Like last year. Yeah. You like that place? Yeah, yeah. It's a very elegant ballroom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do, you, do your costumes have to be more elegant that way? <laughs> That's up to the person who has to make them, I guess. <laughs> uh, when, when do you reveal what your costume is going to wear, going to be? Well, it depends on, who, on, on the type of person that you are. Uh-huh. I haven't gotten the go-ahead from my wife, so I'm going to hold <laughs> off on what my costume is right now. <laughs> but I've heard, I've heard people talking about costumes, like some uh-huh. people are go- talking about going as fish. I've heard people talking about oh. going as mermaids. <laughs> um, I think they'll be, pro- I'm sure they'll be like riverboat gamblers yeah. and <laughs> sailors and all kinds of stuff. Uh, what, what, what was your costume last year? Last year, I wore, the, the theme was Fire on the Bayou. Yeah. I wore an alligator onesie. Yeah. <laughs> that was the easiest costume that I ever had to put together. <laughs> Just zip it on up. Where did you find that? Amazon. Is that right? <laughs> you can find anything on Amazon. <laughs> That's right. Amazon, you think it'd be a crocodile, but... And your lovely wife, what was, what was her outfit? Last year... Um... What did she wear last year? I can't remember. Oh, my. You're in trouble. Yeah. You are in major trouble. <laughs> well, I'm sure that it was awesome and she looked beautiful, though. <laughs> All right. Um, and uh, as far as... Oh, I remember, what she w- I, I remember what she was last year. She went as the Bayou. So she had like a, a water kind of like sequin jumpsuit uh-huh. and she attached all kinds of like a uh, crawfish and little alligators i think they're like shrimp boats and stuff <laughs> well you're saved now yeah <laughs> came to me <laughs> um uh as far as music this year what do we got we have the bridgetown sextet uh-huh and we have and they uh, play traditional traditional right New Orleans jazz. we have um north side skull and bones gang Mm-hmm. Mardi Gras Indians, uh, Toulouse, Cajun, and Zotico, uh, Brass Roots Movement, Brass Band, and we have Karen Lovely as our headliner this year. That's amazing. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, yeah. We are really fortunate to have her as a member of our crew. So, um, you know, she's been getting, she's been blowing up. Oh, yeah. And she's yeah. also a, a dear friend, so it just, it worked, it worked out great. Yeah, I mean, she's been blowing up since the last record. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man, that's good. That's great. Yeah. That's great. And she's been putting together a really cool set list that's kind of um, inspired by the theme. There's plenty of, like, river songs. <laughs> that's good. Um, and the food? Uh, the food, in the past, we have included the food with the ticket. Yeah. Um, this year, we are not including food with the ticket. We've dropped the ticket price from $30 to $25. Uh-huh. There will be food available available for purchase uh-huh. um, i think we're still tweaking the menu but it's looking like it's going to be something like you can get oyster shooters uh-huh. boiled crawfish cornbread um i think there's like a cajun chicken sandwich uh-huh. and something else that i can't remember oh okay <laughs> king cake king cake gotta have king cake you gotta have king cake where do you get your king cakes from well, a lot of crew the crew supplies the king cakes that is something oh. that everybody does get is that right with the ticket um, a number of crew members make their own king cakes. Is that right? Wow. Um, lots. Of, some folks will go out to like Beaverton Bakery. Yes. They sell them over there. Or they they sell sure them. do. Yeah. Um, uh, Zupan's, I think, has... Is that right? One of those places. Wow. <laughs> I was about to say Rouse's Market, but that ain't right. <laughs> um, 
Well, you got to have king cake. You got to have king cake. You got to have king cake. Matter of fact, that. It's funny when we uh, started doing these balls, we had um, some people who didn't grow up in Louisiana who were concerned about the babies, the little plastic babies that someone was going to bite into a baby and chip a tooth and sue us. So they thought, well, maybe we could do the king cakes without the babies. And that caused quite the uproar amongst the Louisianians. Why don't you explain that? So uh, the the babies in the king cake. The um, little plastic baby doll. That's right. An inch long? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, well, if, if you get the slice of king cake that has the baby, then you get to host the next party. Even if you don't want to. <laughs> Even if you don't want to. That's right. Because it's all about the baby. Yes. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Um, I remember I, I, the first time I ever had king cake was in the Maple Leaf. Yeah. Just this, walked in a long, long, long time ago when it first opened. Uh-huh. I walked in, there's a king cake on a bar. I'm going, yes, indeed. Wow, when the Maple Leaf just opened. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That long, must, what was, was that like 60s or 70s? Something like that. Long yeah. time ago. Yeah. Long time ago. My first trip to New Orleans. Yeah. You ever see James Booker play over there? Never saw James Booker. That would have been a sight to see, huh? I would have, yeah. I saw Rebirth. Uh-huh. I've seen Rebirth there a lot. And yeah. People like that. And Papa Grows Funk used to have mm-hmm. a, a regular night. And anyway, it's a great place. It's, it's my, I think it's, it might be my favorite um, uh, music venue in the world. Oh, it's really cool, <laughs> and it's so unassuming. Oh God, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it's it. I it looks like it's about to fall down. It does. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, uh, do you get to enjoy? the ball or are you just working the whole time well you know it's it's funny that you asked that because yeah. the past two years um i put together as the final act these big review sets yeah which have been really cool uh-huh. you know it's been been a blast to put them on i thought they were really good but um to, to answer your question yes it has felt like i get there and i'm just working <laughs> the whole time yeah so that was another uh kind of like Guilty pleasure for hiring Karen to be the closing act for the ball this year. <laughs> you know, my goal my goal is to go there, I'll play the two loose set, and then get to be a spectator like the rest of the the gang. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. How many people are in the crew these days? We're uh, around 110. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So we're always always getting a little bit bigger. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's what do what do you guys do when it's not carnival? Well, let's see. Um, well, we're, we have, we, we're at Starlight Parade. Yep. Um, we have a, a pavilion at the Blues Festival. Um, Which I have be- to talk to you about. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, we've been doing, um, a little group's been doing the Doggy Dash, which, uh-huh. which is, um, um, I, I can't remember exactly what, what, uh, what the funds go to, but something with, with pets. What's a Doggy Dash? Um, so we get together. We, well, it's, it's kind of a big event. They have like uh-huh. a, a race for people who want to like actually exercise. We kind of take, yeah. the, we take the easy route and we all get together with our dogs and just dress up the dogs, dress up ourselves and <laughs> go for a little trot. Um, we also have a, a, a segment of the crew called the good works crew, uh-huh. which, um, which we've been uh, raising money for various environmental groups. Uh-huh. Uh, last year, uh, we were uh, we had had a a group that supported uh, re- restoring the wetlands, one here uh-huh. in Oregon and one in Louisiana. So we do that. Um, we have a, n- a number of lo- socials amongst ourselves yes. as well. You yeah. know, we all enjoy each other's company. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, that's great. Um, and uh, yeah, we had uh, uh, thank you by the way for last year for hosting us in the yeah in the, in the pavilion. Yeah, we, we thought that was pretty nice. We hope to be back this year. Yeah, and even bigger and better because we're going to have somebody come decorate it. That's right. And there is an organization I can't name right now because it's not it's not firm, but it's one of our most cherished musical organizations in town who wants to share the booth with us. Cool. And uh, so. Uh, and I and I will be I will be feeling better this year. Cause <laughs> I wasn't in good shape last year. I was anyway. Yeah. Uh, but at least it wasn't a, a million degrees. I know. Yeah. yeah. And it's good to get a little bit of shade there. Yeah. 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 We had fun with with that. You know, um, we're just trying to give a little joie de vivre to the the mm-hmm. space and make yeah. it inviting for people. Yeah. To come and check it out. You know, we learned mm-hmm. that people really and. Enjoy watching us. Um, you know, pe- people were making masks over there, and yeah. people kind of yeah. enjoyed doing that. And That's we had little great. activities for kids where they could decorate uh-huh. little things. Uh-huh. Well, it's a great thing. It's a great thing. Yeah. Um, uh, I, how, how many bands are you in now? <laughs> Me? I'm in, I'm in a bunch of bands. You're but, always in a bunch of bands. Um, well, I do. Uh, I have a band called Atomic Gumbo. Yes. We play occasionally. Uh, the next show that we're doing, we're doing a Lundy Gras celebration over the Lake Theater in Lake Oswego uh, nice. the, the day before Mardi Gras. Uh-huh. That's um, February 12th. Uh-huh. Um, Reggie normally, Reggie Houston normally does it, but he's going to be in Louisiana in, this at year. Mardi Gras, yeah. <laughs> yeah. With all the crew stuff going on, I don't really get to go down to Louisiana for Mardi Gras too much these oh, days. One of these years. One of these years, yeah, you got to. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I also play in um, Rose City Kings. Yeah. And uh, yeah. KD and the Hurt. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Two Loose Cajun and Zotico. Uh-huh. Um, we have, uh, and then there's a, a few annual events that we do every year, like uh, we have the uh, Next Waltz, which yes. is a tribute to the band. We've, yeah. we've been putting on a Stumptown Soul Holiday Spectacular for the mm-hmm. past, like, six years, I think. Yeah. And yeah. we have a Almond Brothers tribute band called Brothers and Sister, which has been a fun group to do. We play once or twice a year, or do runs once or twice a year. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Are you still at the uh, at that McMinniman's Church? Still at the Chapel Pub every yeah. Thursday, playing yeah. uh, playing yeah. All Request pipe organ, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then we have a group called the Bayou Boys, which uh, plays oh, yeah. every Sunday at Blackwell's from Blackwell's. five to eight. Blackwell's, what a place! Yeah, that's a fun band. That's yeah. me and Dave Call, Mark Shark, and Brian Foxworth. Wow, and we have huh. lots of guests that come and jam with us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's you, what, you're busy. I'm keeping busy. I'm playing, you know, playing about four times a week and teaching piano lessons and doing all the crew stuff. Wow, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> living the life. <laughs> An actual working musician. Yeah. Congratulations. I joke with my wife, who's a geologist, and she works at super fund sites. Oh, yeah. I tell yeah. her that I work at super fun sites. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like that joke. That's funny. Do you guys ever talk geology? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Um, the geology is so interesting here in the Northwest. We pick up these yeah. roadside geology books whenever we travel around. and you know, kind Yeah, of, right. Yeah. We've, I've gone out and done a little bit of rock hounding with her here and there. Huh. 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 I can't. I have to say, I don't, I don't believe I've ever been in a geology conversation, but I'd like to try. Yeah. <laughs> Not she, right now, but, you know. She's good at it. <laughs> well, I, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. been a geologist for a long time, right? Yeah, since, yeah. since we met. Wow, and when was that? Jeez. 
Well, we'll be married for 20 years this 4th of July. Wow. So I, I guess probably around 25 years ago. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. She still like a, each other. She has a picture at home where she's getting old in the picture, right? Because she doesn't look a day, a day older than when I first <laughs> No, she never ages. Her. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> part, part vampire. <laughs> um, uh, so you've been here how long now? Going on 13 years. Wow. Wow. Just a newcomer. <laughs> I can actually call myself an Oregonian now, can't I? No. Not yet. No. I'm, I'm, this, is, this, is, this will be 21 years, and I, I still don't get to call myself that. Yeah. <laughs> we hold, and I think we just hold on to our, our roots. Did you move here from Baltimore? I moved here from Baltimore. Mm-hmm. I did. I did. And, but we do. We hold on to our roots, and it's a good thing. Yeah. You know? And, uh, um, so why did you come here? It was a, it was a whim. We didn't. We didn't actually plan on moving to Portland. We mm-hmm. planned on moving somewhere. Um, we literally had a garage sale and s- sold everything that we didn't need to travel with me and Jane and the dog. <laughs> and um, you know, for about three or four months, you know, we wake up every day and say, "Well, do we want to stay here? Do we want to go?" We did a lot of camping. <laughs> we got uh, national parks passes and spent lots of time ca- camping in national forests. Uh, did a lot of couch surfing, <laughs> but um, when we arrived here, my wife has an aunt that lives in Portland, mm-hmm. and she let us house sit for a couple of weeks. We arrived at the end of July. Oh man! And it's beautiful every day. You got and fooled. It's, it's like, <laughs> what do they mean? <laughs> the rainy Northwest. It's beautiful. It's just like <laughs> it's a ruse. It is. It so is. Um, you know, tried to see if we could if we could find work, and I cracked open the newspaper the next day, and there was a, a wanted ad for a piano teacher. Wow! Joined a band uh, pretty quickly, and and the rest is history. Was it, it, it difficult for her to find a job in geology? It did take a while. It was yeah. interesting. She uh, initially that's not, that's, that's not something you can just find. You can go to Craigslist, you know. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> she um, she her first job was working at AmeriCorps as a volunteer. Really? Yeah. So she was uh, teaching, you know, teaching recycling in schools. Uh-huh. Huh. And through AmeriCorps, she got a grant where she could um, take classes at um, PSU. Uh-huh. So. Um, and I think that it was through like some job fair or something at PSU where she got her current job. Hmm. So it's interesting how yeah you know, how our paths kind of create create themselves. Really, I know you didn't come up here just playing New Orleans stuff. You were you you were not a a, a New Orleans kind of type musician, were you? When I moved when I moved, uh, when I was in Louisiana, yeah. Um, well, I have a master's in classical piano. Yeah. So I did a lot of a lot of playing at the university, mm-hmm. accompanying choirs and and instrumentalists and stuff. I played in a wide variety of 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 bands, um, you know, all the way from like, you know, alternative rock, punk rock. Um, you know, I started doing kind of piano bar type stuff after I graduated from college because then it's like, you gotta, mean like gotta standards? make gotta make some money. You mean like standards? Uh, I do some standards, but it's I mean, a lot of, for piano bar stuff. I mean, oh yeah, you know, I do yeah. Billy Joel and Elton John and all that stuff. <laughs> um, I even played in a country band for a while. Did but um, there was a blues and jazz club that opened up. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know this woman named Carol Fran? No. This, well, she was a um, she was a, a, a blues singer in Louisiana, uh, but the club was kind of built around her. So they had all these. Um, 
older blues and Zotico musicians uh-huh. that they'd bring in to play, and they kind of build bands around them. Wow. Nice. So um, yeah. I was playing, you know, playing in some of these bands, and uh, they had me playing Happy Hour. Uh-huh. So now, you know, so now I'm learning blues and jazz. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there's this uh, guitar player, a guy named um, Harry Hippolyte. Oh, yeah, I've heard that name. Yeah, so yeah. he was Clifton Schneer's guitar player, yeah, but yeah. he was starting to do his own thing. So Harry, um, I ended up playing in Harry's band. Uh-huh. And I guess that was that was my educa- my big education in playing blues. Mm-hmm. Um, before I left, I got to play New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival with Harry, which was which was quite awesome. What year was that? That was two thousand five. That was the one right after the flood. Uh, right before it. Before the flood. Yeah. The yeah, flood yeah, was yeah, like yeah. what? Was it October two thousand five. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I might have seen you there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we were there on the blue stage. We played kind of early in the day. Yeah, yeah, it was it was cool. Wow, on the blue stage, Jeez. You, you never know where to go. Oh yeah, you just never know where to go. There's always three things you want to you you can't absolutely can't miss. It's yeah, it's, it's weird. You know, sometimes I mean at the same time, right? <laughs> sometimes you know we'll very diligently go through the schedule and mark out what we want to check out. Oh and, yeah, and that's tra- make traditional. Beelines. Or sometimes we'll just not worry about the schedule and go like in a clockwise fashion and just if it's if it sounds interesting we'll check it out for a song or two and yeah. keep on moving it's great because when the when when the schedule's released the cubes they call it uh-huh. the cubes are out the cubes are out it's a big deal it is a big deal yeah <laughs> it was it last year that it rained so no year before last yeah. that it rained so hard they had to shut it down right that was right after prince died they had stevie wonder who came out with a uh like a one of those, what do you call those things that you talk into? Like, megaphone. Like a megaphone and yeah. saying purple rain. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Um, I was actually was thinking that I might take my last 60 bucks and have some crawfish Monica flown up here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did that for, for a party one time. Yeah. They, you know, it's the same stuff. It's the same stuff that they, that they serve at, at Jazz Fest. It's the same company. Yeah. And they package it, put, put it nice, then they send it to you the same day. Wow. And you just cook it up that night. That's a fine idea. Yeah, that is the, that is like, that's, that's, that, crawfish Monica and dishes like that are why I have a pacemaker. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to look into that. That sounds like a good idea. It's a great, I did that, we had a, uh, a 12th night party one year we did that. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> cool. But that's okay, because, you know, I just, uh, I just got my new hat from, Meyer the Hatter on uh-huh. St. Charles Street. So yeah. looks good. I gotta have it. You know. Um, uh, were you surprised when you got here at how many people were into the New Orleans music scene? Um, Did that surprise you or not? Well, it took me a little while to find people who were really into the Louisiana huh. music scene. Uh-huh. I think. Uh-huh. Um, I remember the first. The first Mardi Gras or two, just feeling like totally homesick and lonely. I'll bet. But it's it's through that I think that I found you know kind of like my Louisiana yeah music brethren right you know people who really like that style yeah yeah was there one person that that uh, opened the, helped open the key to that for you um you know 
I think that when I started making friends with people in the Cascade Blues Association, I think that that yeah. probably introduced me to a lot of a yeah. lot of folks. Yeah, there was yeah. that Cascade Zotico Association, right? You know, yeah. right. right? Just trying to find kindred spirits. Yeah, yeah. Huh. So, do you do you play anything else, you know, publicly other than? That kind of stuff, I mean, except for the chapel stuff, because you could, I could walk in and, and ask you to play anything, couldn't I? <laughs> well, so, you know. Did so, you play some Bud Powell, Steve? <laughs> yeah, you know, I'd say Steve, most, most, most of what I do is blues, Louisiana stuff, <laughs> and, um, and rock. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I don't do a lot of jazz unless somebody asks for it at the chapel pub. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, who, who, are your, uh, who, are your, who are your rock heroes? Um, like... Um, Uh, Leon Russell. Leon Russell. Boy, I'm glad you said that because that makes so much sense. Uh, uh, Bill Payne. Yeah. 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 Um, from uh, Little Feet. From Little Feet, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember the guy. Leon Russell, man. Leon Russell. Jeez. Yeah, he was, he was a monster. Yeah. Um, he was unique. Yeah. Um, I'm spacing on the guy's name. The guy that played piano with the Allman Brothers. Oh, at, uh I forget. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Yeah. But those were, some, those were some of my, my favorites. Yeah. yeah. You know, when I was in my formative years, though, I was really into playing guitar. I was more of a guitar player than a piano right? player. Yeah. Huh. I, grew up, I grew up taking piano lessons. Uh-huh. Um, and I could read music pretty well, but I couldn't, didn't really get the, the gist of improvising on piano. Yeah. But I could improvise on guitar. Really? Yeah. Wow. It wasn't until, you know... When I was working on my master's degree, um, mm-hmm. I got a hold of this uh, book of transcriptions of Dr. John. And they had a bunch uh-huh. of tapes that went with him, and he kind of described different styles wow. of New Orleans piano playing. Uh-huh. So I, I learned to play the transcriptions. Uh-huh. Not so much improvising, but just playing by the notes. And then it's yeah. like, you know, one of those things where it's like one of these days you're just it's like, 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 Throwing a kid into water to make him yeah. learn how to swim, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Just taking the plunge and yeah. <laughs> I think I might be getting the hang of it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I saw on, on my Facebook feed today um, there was a video of George Porter, mm-hmm. Junior of the Meters, mm-hmm. talking about how people play the bass line from Sissy Strut wrong. I saw that. Did you see that? I saw that. that That's really cool. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, he was talking about how there was some woman who plays bass who was doing a project going through and learning all these bass lines. And she got it wrong. And she got it wrong. (laughs) But that was was pretty interesting. It was. It was. That was an interesting bass he had. What was that? I don't don't remember the bass. It was acoustic. Yeah. It was an acoustic, but it was, a, it, was, it was like a guitar. It was a bass guitar, but it was acoustic. Mm-hmm. It was an odd little piece of, of equipment. Yeah. Um, He's an interesting guy as far as, you know, a, a serious New Orleans bass player, but he yeah. really gets out there and does yeah. all different kinds of styles. Yeah. You know, it seems like he's been getting into, like, the jam band stuff. Oh, sure. And, like, in the 90s, he played bass on that Alanis Morissette album. I didn't know that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. I saw her talk about miscasting. Uh huh. I had Randy Porter in here a couple of weeks ago because uh-huh. he's, he's he's up for a Grammy for this, the help with Nancy King on right. Cole Porter mm-hmm. stuff. And we we're talking about Cole Porter. And then the next day, I happened to see that there was there was a, a movie on cable a, a, a movie on Cole Porter's life uh-huh. with Kevin Klein. 
Wow. And they had some, you know, they had some uh, musicians that, to sing. They had, and you, Elvis Costello did a good job because he's into that stuff. But they had Linus Morissette. And it was wrong. Yeah. It was just wrong. Of course, they had people like Nora Jones and people like, who are, you know, who are jazz yeah. singers, but yeah. boy. Can't win them all. <laughs> it must have been, it must have been like, like Neil Diamond on uh, The Last Waltz. Oh, yeah. Because, because his, his manager was also Robbie Robertson's manager. Right. That's the only reason he got in that movie. That's right. And like they were talking about cutting Muddy Waters to bring in Neil, Neil Diamond. <laughs> yeah. and, and Levon said, if you do that, I'm not playing the right. show. Jeez. <laughs> What's wrong with people? I know. <laughs> um, so when, when you're home, what do, you, do you listen to music when you're home? Uh, yeah, it's, I, I know do. It's, it's work, you know. I do. I do listen yeah. to music. Um, yeah. what, do you I, listen, what do you listen to? What, I mean, what, do you, what have you been listening to? Well, um, I was having a chat with one of my buddies who who gets kind of back and forth between here and New Orleans, yeah. and um, kind of got it on on a little bit of an Ernie Cato. <laughs> oh yeah, kick, you know. Oh yeah. I'll find myself sometimes like if I'm thinking about a particular uh, songwriter, uh-huh. like going to YouTube. Yes. And, you know, find these playlists with a bunch of their songs. Yeah, which is cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I always love listening to Alan Toussaint. Um, we, I have a tendency to stream Louisiana radio stations, uh, particularly like Saturday and Sunday mornings. I listen to a lot of Cajun and Zotico. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but, you know, I, I, my tastes are maybe kind of varied, you know. Yeah, sure. From time to time, I'll pull up a Black Sabbath radio <laughs> station, harken back to my junior high years or something. You never know. You're telling me you were a headbanger when you were in junior high? <laughs> a, a little bit. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I, uh, good old-fashioned funk, I think, yeah. might be, might be my, my favorite style. Yep. Yep. I love. I just love a lot of those Alan Toussaint productions. Sure, sure. Um, um, what was I going to say? Um, what did I play? I played something that uh, is has no, it, it doesn't even have Alan's name. Anyway, the thing is about Alan was he, you could always you could always um, hear his piano, of course. Yeah, but he he was the backup singer on so many of those. A lot of that stuff, yeah. and you can really hear yeah, yeah. really hear his voice. Yeah, I played mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. A couple, I, it was part of the Fats Domino playlist mm-hmm. that that I played a couple weeks ago, and uh, uh, and and I, I was I was interviewing Alan Toussaint years ago one time, and I said, well, you know, I know that's you, but who's the guy singing Mother-in-Law? And he goes, Benny Spellman. <laughs> I went, oh, well, that squares the circle, <laughs> you know? Yeah, because he did Lipstick Traces. Uh huh. You know, and and I never knew that it was Benny Spellman singing "Mother-in-Law." That's cool. Know? Alan had a way with coming up with just the greatest background vocal parts. You know, yeah, and and not just harmonizing the melody, but the way they they would respond, yeah. to the melody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you doing? Do do you do much writing? Um, I have not been doing as as much writing these days as I used to. Um. Bayou Boys, the mm-hmm. Sunday project, is talking about putting together a CD. So I have started doing a little bit of, of oh, writing good. again. There you go. Um, working on a song right now called "Who's Your Craw Daddy." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, and um, I, I want to say la- that the last song that I really wrote before that was um, we had a, a Mardi Gras ball, maybe like 
three or four years ago uh-huh. when when Charmaine came and, and sang. Yeah. But we the theme for the ball was Voodoo Valentine, and we normally have <laughs> you know we we'll normally normally perform the song that the theme is named after. Yeah. There was there's no Voodoo Valentine song, so yeah. <laughs> so I threw something together. That's funny. Yeah. Did you ever record that? Did you ever put that out? Nope. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, lots of transient moments. <laughs> well, listen, um, I appreciate you coming in and, you know, best of luck with the ball this year. And, and uh, yeah, we're always happy to be media sponsors for it. And, yeah. And uh, best of luck and, you know. Keep on. Yeah. Keep on. Yep. And a happy carnival. Happy carnival. Yeah, we got our parade on Mississippi Avenue and Mardi Gras Day, too, if anybody wants to come.
Toasted in Mardi Gras Queen 